0: what's up rooted fam it's the singing chicken wing eating drake loving half of the rooted life podcast yes if you haven't guessed it by now it is your girl doe and uh, i'm actually throwing it back to one of our original tracks from our sound producer, Spin. So this track is called Summer. And I know it's fall, but look, this one never goes out of season. It is such a vibe, y'all. I hope y'all love it as much as I do. So look, today we got something special for y'all. We have missed dropping content to you guys and putting out episodes. But we're so grateful that we had the opportunity to appear on the show called The Heart Seat with our girl Kristen KB Newton a few weeks back. She asked us to come on and talk about dating. And of course, as we finished the relationship series, we were like, yes, we can definitely do that so if you got to watch this on the YouTube premiere this is actually the unedited version so you're gonna get all the tea so let's get right into it y'all enjoy this bonus episode the heart seat
1: with KB So,
2: Morgan welcome to the show hey y'all hey, we're excited. <laughs> Happy to be.
1: This is an honor. This is really an honor. We love your content, so this is like a dream come true.
0: Yeah, yeah. So excited to be here. Can't wait to drop a little something on the people. Uh, we're excited.
1: Yes.
2: I'm excited to have y'all. Y'all are two of the dopest women that I have met in 2020. <laughs> no lie. KB! And so... Uh, I'm serious. Oh. Jesus, What are we talking about here? Uh, thank <laughs> you <so laughs> You're not well. wrong. But still, like, <laughs> it's nice to hear it. You know, uh, We love to
0: hear it. Thank you. We appreciate it.
2: This episode is going to be great. And you guys already know what it is. We're going to be talking about things that are honest, elephant-sized, authentic, real, and transparent. We are having heart combos today. I have five questions for you. So we're not going to waste any more time. We're going to jump right into question number one. Let's do so, it. So what are your honest thoughts? About your singleness right now. Ugh. Honest, honest.
1: <laughs> it depends on the time of the month. Currently, I'm like, nah, God, this ain't for me. But maybe if you catch me next week, I might be like, this season is so meaningful. I thank you, <laughs> God, for using me in such a profound way. But if I see somebody getting engaged, I'm like, now hold up. <clears throat> so it just kind of depends yeah. on the time of the month. Sometimes in the month my hormones are. Are raging and yeah. I'm upset and but more times than not I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty content so it just catch me on the right day that's my answer <laughs> <laughs> okay so where are you at so I say like three fourths of the time I'm good.
0: But that other one fourth is usually when I'm like consuming some type of content that is having me fall one way or the other. So when I'm seeing, you know, the dating reality TV shows, Girl. or I see all this lovey dovey stuff, it's fall, it's getting cold. Everybody's talking about cuffing season. And the Lord said, You ain't cuffing nothing. You just keep on staying at the house serving me. And I'm like, But God, I want to do a little cuffing. I cuff some, let somebody cuff me. I, I want to get into the season Can this I year. Get cuffed? So on those days, hmm. I, that's the one-fourth but I think you know the other three-fourths is when I remember that like time this time is purposeful you know it's significant yeah. right here right now and I'm just grateful that God has placed a lot of things in my hands right now to to uh focus on and really pour into
2: so yeah
0: it, it's tough out here though not gonna lie <laughs> yeah
2: listen y'all better keep it all the way honest okay <laughs> like, not nothing back but that's I love it I love it because I don't think that people always give themselves, particularly Christians, give themselves permission to be in a place when it comes to their singleness. Mm-hmm. They find themselves in that space and then they're just trying to rush up out of it. Oh, I know I'm not supposed to be here, so I'm just going to try to act like it ain't an issue. But, like, but, it re- but it is an issue. So I appreciate your honesty. So it leads yeah. me to question number two, right? The elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. When we talk about elephants in the room or elephant-sized conversations, we're talking about the thing that everybody sees and nobody wants to talk about, or mm-hmm. we're talking about an issue that is larger than life. So when it comes to the mm. dating scene, what is the elephant in the room? I mean, when it comes to online dating or even traditional dating um. in 2020, what's the elephant?
1: No. Mm.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, so I, when I think about like the larger than life part, I like the, you know the second definition that you gave, I feel like a lot of people, are out here looking for the perfect person that does not exist. Like, I think we're looking for somebody that's they are gonna be the yin to my yang and like, they're never gonna upset me and everything's gonna be perfect and rainbows and butterflies. And I think, you know, that prevents us, that romanticizing prevents us from being realistic Mm -hmm. and recognizing that at the end of the day, people are people, which means that if they are flawed every relationship we enter is then going to have flaws. You better drop so, like gems <laughs> on the people. <laughs> if we're gonna be realistic about that then we have to recognize that like okay yes me choosing somebody to love that person has the ability to hurt me and will hurt me but I'm trusting them enough to know that they're not gonna use those things against me the vulnerable things that I share with them that that relationship is going to be beautiful but it's also gonna be ugly sometimes Mm -hmm. I think that's the elephant in the room and, and I'm speaking to myself most of the time because I'm out here thinking it's gonna be perfect and that's just not the case like we gotta be real with
1: ourselves Morgan (laughs) I was waiting to be called on like a student I was trying to be a good student like is it my turn (laughs) Um, I think a lot of us just operate in a scarcity mindset like we move through life in such a desperate way because we think that God has there's a limit to how much God's goodness we can experience. Like there's only Mm. so much of God's blessings and we all have to hurry up and grab what we can. We don't think that he's infinite enough to have enough blessing and goodness for all of us. And so we move in a desperate kind of sense where we're kind of just rushing kind of like we're a bull through a China shop, just rushing through (laughs) trying to grab whatever we can not recognizing that we end up hurting ourselves and hurting other people when we, pursue relationships out of a place of desperation nothing good comes out of a place of desperation other than worship and devotion to God but in relationships (laughs) desperation is not a good place to seek relationships from and I think In my own life, I sought relationships because I was desperate to not feel lonely. I was desperate for someone to validate me. I wanted someone to make me feel lovable, you know? And all those relationships, I was the bull in the china shop, just wrecking people's life and Mm. and wrecking my own. And my mom always says, girl, what's for you is for you. Come on. So I think a lot of us are operating from a scarcity mindset because we don't think there's enough good men or good women out there. And so we think that we have to move from a place of desperation. But I don't think we have to. There's enough God's goodness for all of us. Come on now. That's it. Mm. That, that right there, that's, that's the elephant it. in the room. That's the one that we all know. Everybody
0: out here desperate, desperate. And and acting out of that desperation. Yeah, that check mark. <laughs>
1: that's <laughs> all I got to say. Thanks for the cosign.
2: So here's the thing: y'all are out here dropping bombs, and we're only on question number two. So we just gonna throw this to the Rooted Life podcast, and so y'all could just y'all could just lead this whole yeah, situation. Yeah, I'm just yeah, yeah. okay because Look. they're over here this is true if you if you're single right now (laughs) y'all need to be following them listen because these ladies they're about that life and i think that just in the way that y'all have answered the first two questions like no holds barred like we just go like truth you know what i'm saying but also keep it all the way real and authentic and i think that that is absolutely necessary especially in a conversation around dating when it comes to like being a christian and so mm-hmm. listen i'm the the last three questions i just don't even know where we're gonna go from here because y'all have already set the bar this high but that's, that's fine awesome. let's just go ahead and move on to question number three all right okay hey okay. stands for authentic all right mm-hmm. so we're having authentic conversations how do you show up as your most authentic self mm. when it comes to meeting someone new? so you're online, or you know, yeah. what I'm saying, like you're you're navigating community, you know, what I'm saying, with other men or whatever. How do you resist the temptation to become something that you are not, mm-hmm. right? Um, and be secure in that. So, how do you show up as your most authentic self? When <clears throat> you-
1: <clears throat> wow. Okay. <laughs> I think I first needed to admit that that's something that I have struggled with throughout my whole life of changing myself, even if it's a friendship, like. Or changing the way I talk, or changing the way I dress. Like, I can go back through my history and see how I dressed was directly related to the person I was hanging out with. That was their style. I've mm. looked back at pictures. I'm like, that ain't even your style, girl. Mm. There are so many things. I have struggled with this. So I first want to say that to help people realize like people struggle with this. But I think what I'm learning is that before I can show up authentically with anybody else, I got to be authentic with me. Mm. And I think that means like, that's a daily process of me being like, all right, Morgan, I'm committed to the daily practice of loving who I am. Like I can look at my bad qualities and be like, oh, child, we need God to fix that but i'm not like self-deprecating you know what i mean like i'm able to hold the fact that i'm a really great person and god loves me and there's areas i need to work at and i need to be intentional about developing in and so i think i'm able to do that more i'm able to show up authentically with people because i practice that with myself Mm -hmm. every single day of loving me liking me calling myself out and Mm -hmm. um so i think it's just a practice of doing that with yourself first i think honestly i've been single for two and a half years (laughs) <laughs> Father, I hope you heard that up there. Uh, so I haven't exactly been able to test that that out with, you know, with a potential boo. But I think again practicing that with ourselves and having somebody you can debrief with, um, mm. and also I think hanging out with groups of people like your friends and their friends is a good way for them to be like for you to debrief and be like, all right, girl, was mm. I was I myself? Like, what was your vibe about how that's things were good. showing up? So yes. that's the advice I would give. Uh, stay tuned for when God sends me somebody, we can come back and I can tell you if I, if it worked. <laughs>
2: absolutely when you get booed up right and if it if it leads to marriage i want both of y'all back on the heart seat okay, <laughs>
0: okay. okay. we'll be back
2: we'll be okay. back that'd be a prophecy listen i'm fine with that you just let me know i'm sorry <laughs> go ahead though
0: no yeah i, I the, the thing that i would add to it i think once you build that relationship of transparency and intimacy with intimacy with yourself mm-hmm. then transfer that into your current relationships I don't think that you need to wait until Mm -hmm. you're about to date somebody or until you start getting booed up and then all of a sudden think you're gonna feel comfortable being vulnerable and talking about what you're not what you're not comfortable with Mm -hmm. or sharing your preferences your triggers you have to do that in the relationships that you have right now so whether that's with your parents with your siblings at work sometimes people don't want to push on those boundaries at work but that's who you with 85% of the time so I think like that part two is to just then practice it yeah get it with yourself and then practice it with the relationships that you have in your hand and so now I've gotten to the point where I can feel myself when I'm like trying to do this thing of like trying to impress somebody mm-hmm. or I'm interacting with a guy and I'm like Ugh, I, I feel weird like I'm, I'm sweating and I'm awkward and like <laughs> what's going on and I just remember that like I want that person to like Dorian because like I have to remind myself that the way God designed me is already dope. So like why am I trying to shift to be something else? If they not rocking with Dorian as she was designed, they not the one anyway. So then I can just keep it moving.
1: (laughs) Period, Pooh. That's all
0: I got to Uh, uh,
2: uh, (laughs) Uh, uh, add. Listen. I'm telling you all. I'm telling y'all again, women, women, after my heart, I'm telling you, we, we share this, we, we share the same, same mindset about a lot of things, really, Mm -hmm. especially that, that, that little soapbox that I refuse to get on about how if you're not a good friend, you're not going to be a good boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, coworker, (laughs) like anybody, like a leader, Mm -hmm. like you cannot be a great influencer. It all starts Mm -hmm. with your ability to navigate friendship. Well, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, You can't can't separate who you are at work with who you are probably in your relationships. You can't separate who you are in a leadership position with who you are behind closed closed doors or a person who has a platform. And so that point that you make about it has to just be a part of who you are anyway. That Mm is what both of you guys said in different ways, practicing it daily in your own. Life right mm-hmm. will allow it to manifest in your relationships with other people. It's not something yeah. you just conjure up when you get married, like, Oh, mm-hmm. I have been vo- this whole time, but then now that I'm married, I got all the willpower in the world to be yep. vulnerable. And I'm let me tell you, if you're not practicing vulnerability, honesty, elephant in the room, any of these co- types of conversations now, mm-hmm. it will be harder when you get married because the stakes yeah. are higher in marriage. Yes, you feel yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes, like, yeah. right now, what will it cost you to be honest with your friend about the fact that you don't like the outfit she asked you if she likes? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's a good yeah, point. that's a good point. But when you're married and your spouse is asking you to be honest about things that are reserved for marriage, mm-hmm. <laughs> you get know what I'm saying? Like about whether that be finances, um being full, fully disclosed, you know what I'm saying, and fully exposed, you know what I'm saying, the context mm-hmm. of marriage. Man, y'all ain't having them conversations if you can't even tell your friend that, that she got something in her teeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all are on it. Y'all are on it. Y'all mm-hmm. are on your way. I, I don't know what, what the, you. they
1: no, I you, <laughs>
0: The bow on that one. That was good that you're not going to be a good anything if you're not able to do it just as a friend. I love that. And also, like,
1: how can you accept how can you expect somebody to accept who you are if you don't accept who you are? Mm. Like, how can I expect you to love who I am authentically if I haven't learned that from myself? Cause then that means that I'm trying to make you love somebody who I'm not. Mm-hmm. So now I'm doing you a disservice and I do myself a disservice because you're falling in love or starting a friendship or relationship or a work relationship with somebody that I'm not. So imagine how disappointed they're going to be when mm. they find out that's not even you. Ooh. And imagine how disappointed you're going to be that you sold yourself short, but not just showing up with who you are. Mm. I've done it, man. It's a waste of time and energy. Listen, do Oh my
2: God. And see, this is- See, y'all messing up the flow because this is not even what the heart city is. We ain't supposed to be doing all this back and forth, okay? <laughs> like, but listen, you made such a great point because it's, it's it can happen that way or it can happen that I didn't show you my most authentic self at the beginning so you fell for who I showed you but mm. now I'm feeling the freedom to be my most authentic self because Mm-mm. I'm experiencing love and acceptance Mm-mm. from you. So then the real me shows up. You don't like the real me. That. That's your prerogative, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yep. so now I feel rejected. I feel like you're rejecting yeah. me and the right. person is so to your point that you've not given the other person the opportunity to love and accept the real you on mm-hmm. the front end in a state when there hasn't been intention and commitment. Listen, I just did a whole course on dating combo <sighs> and the the turning, and this is actually great because it'll transition us to the R so that we it's keep you going. <laughs> <laughs> but the question for the, the real question that I want to ask you is what's the real issue in real time when it comes to turning the corner to commitment in a relationship? And <laughs> People, if they don't show their most authentic self to an individual up front then commitment is made to the person you were pretending to be. Ooh. But rejection and breakup is made with the real you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really. <laughs> so mm, listen, that's I good. committed to a person who does not exist, but I broke up with the real you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you gonna wow, 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 be wow, because wow, wow, because, wow. because that person we're not getting that that's yes. yes. amazing? That our complete. see yeah. our reaction? Y'all, y'all need to y'all need to go check t- into t- 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 dating dating couples. <laughs> Where's <laughs> my church fam? Mm. Lord, I done
0: got hot.
2: <laughs> anyway, we not that ain't even what we talking about. That ain't <sighs> what talking about. Look at y'all. Look mm. at y'all. Mm. Okay, sorry. So Your okay. question. The art, the art. Yeah. How do you address the real issue in real time when it comes to turning the corner of commitment in a relationship? Like, what is the real issue? Why won't people turn that corner?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think part of it, something that I think about just as a single person, the, the issue is like, people don't want to be held accountable. Ooh. And that, that is in a lot of different types of relationships. But when you're talking about turning the corner towards commitment, commitment is signing my name on the dotted line, maybe not all the way to like the covenant of marriage, but mm-hmm. even just being in an exclusive relationship, I'm saying I'm signing the line to say, you can now hold me accountable for things when I say I was going to do something and I didn't. <laughs> Now you can say, hey, you said you were going to do this thing and you're not really showing up. Mm -hmm. When I say I was going to show up for you in a specific way and I don't, or if I have shared something with you, hey, I don't really like that. And you're, you're now challenging that. Like people don't want to be held accountable because they like that sense of freedom. There's this Mm. sense of freedom that comes, I believe with singleness. I can just go and do and free flow (laughs) and then can't nobody tell me nothing. And so when it's time to really lock it in and say, okay, like, let's do this thing. I think that. We just have like a warped sense of self. And so someone challenging that sense of self, especially in an intimate relationship, like everybody's not ready to sign up for that.
2: Wow.
1: That's not the direction I thought you were going to go in, but I'm glad you went all the way there yeah. and around the corner, took a, you parked in the cul-de-sac, you got comfortable. Quick parallel. Jeez. Okay. I think for me, I think it's FOMO. I think that we are socialized to believe that every best thing is right around the corner. If you look at any advertisement, it's like, you know, your next best self and you're like, Oh, what's this about? And it's like buy McDonald's. You're like, I don't even see the correlation between what you're trying to sell me and what you just said, but they make it seem like your best life is just Mm. beyond this next job or go on this trip or buy this razor Mm. or like come eat this fast food. And it's like, we And then I think we mm. start to have that mindset that, oh, the best thing in life is just beyond my reach. It's just beyond the corner. Mm. And so I think that we're afraid to make a, a commitment because we're worried that, oh, what if I'm actually missing out? What if this is not the best that life has to offer? What if the best next thing is right around the corner? Mm. Um, and so I think that we're afraid of missing out. And so we don't want to commit. And I think that... Um, we miss out on the now we miss out on the present because I've been guilty of thinking my next best Mm. life was with the promotion or a new city or a new boo and it's like then I missed out on the present and I think your best is not in your future your best is right now this is what you have right now that's the best that God has given you work it now I love the point
0: that Mo just made just like sometimes we're not willing to accept people as they are and we Mm. don't want to commit because we want you to be the version of you that we think is best so we're waiting on you to get to a certain like "Ah, I'm not trying to commit until you get this and you become that Mm -hmm. but it's like sometimes people are at their best self but we don't see it because we Mm -hmm. have such a specific lens on and I I think I've definitely done that not Mm -hmm. seeing people as they are and accepting Mm -hmm. them for what they are Mm -hmm. and trying to make them who I want them to be
2: listen this is it's it's too much it's too much power in one room for real like I'm like, these jokers are going to have to stop. Watch this episode in increments because literally, part one, part two. Literally. It's like, well, we can just stop after this letter and just debrief this for the next week. Like, for Man. real. Like, some life lessons here today. I appreciate you guys just mm. really leaning into the conversation and really being vulnerable in your answers. So, it brings me to the very last question, um, as you've been sitting in the heart seat so well, I might add. Mm-hmm. Um, transparent conversations. These are... These are my favorite because a transparent conversation is when you share something that a person otherwise wouldn't know unless you expose it, right? So conversations about your expectations. People don't know your expectations until you tell them. Your boundaries, they don't know your boundaries until you Mm -hmm. tell them. So your fears, your dreams, your hopes, right? So for you ladies, very last question in the heart seat, transparently speaking, what are your, what do you want? What are your, your, your desires personally and relationally moving forward?
1: I'll start I think personally I would like to not be such a hater yeah I said it I'm a hater somebody literally got engaged and I was like I'm about to mute you sis I don't (laughs) want to see another pic of you being like (laughs) like okay we get it you got a man that's great and so I'm a hater like I I hate on people who have Mm. what I want and I hate on them because I have to I get caught up in the lie that God is withholding from me and that He somehow blessed people with something that he's withholding. But my Bible said he withholds no good thing from his babies. And so I think for me, I can be a hater because I think like, well, why they get that? Mm. I'm over here. I got a podcast. I'm serving. I'm, do-, you know, and I go through a whole litany of lists and listen guys like, bro, it's not even about that. It's about that heart. So for me, I want to not be such a hater. AKA I want to rejoice with those who rejoice and remember that God doesn't withhold any good thing from me, that everything that I need in this season, he's equipped me and given me. And I just want to keep learning to be thankful and comfortable in that season and be happy for people when God blesses them with things that I want. Mm, mm,
2: mm, mm. That's mine. that's Ooh. hard to say out loud like that Ooh. that's that's <laughs> what i call transparent That is transparent baby that's vulnerable matter of fact what you just said Ooh. that because i mean transparency is like the, the layer right above vulnerability because mm. you can be transparent and let people see into things but you don't have to expose so much that they can use what you said against mm. you mm. yeah you you just gave people the ability to wound you, which is the root word of vulnerability, which is vulnerable, which means to wound. So you're not really being vulnerable on, unless like down? you're closing yourself to the point where you can be wounded. Mm-hmm. And if you could have just been like, man, I just really want to learn to be content in my singleness because I find myself wrestling with discontent. That <laughs> could have been transparent and honest, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when you said, I want to stop being a hater because I literally cannot rejoice with a person who has something that I don't want, like that's vulnerability, baby. That's you killing it up here. Baby. Listen, it. I love y'all. This is, this is awesome. Those, uh, you got. Yeah,
0: that, that's good. Um, Ooh. I was sitting over, I had I had thought about something, but then you know how the Lord be like, Now nah, go ahead and go ahead and say <laughs> what go it really air. is. <laughs> so in the spirit of... <laughs> vulnerability. Okay. So basically it's like, I think I'm perfect. (laughs) And, uh, where I want to grow is, is recognizing that I'm not, Mm. is that I am flawed just as the next person. And I think that 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 desire to continue to uphold this perfect image in yeah. everything that I do, it is literally like stifling. It suffocates me yeah. because then I'm always wanting Dorian to be at the forefront, and if I'm at the forefront, then how does Jesus get the opportunity to shine at all? Whoop. Like, and and our pastor had this one analogy. It was like a spotlight. Jesus is always supposed to be in the spotlight, but it's like we come in and we're like, hey, <laughs> put it on me. I'll get a little <laughs> bit of that, and I'm like, that's me. I love to be in the spotlight, mm. and so where I want to grow. Like my prayer is just like God, just continue to make my heart humble yeah. and like break down this ugly thing called pride that I am literally trying to operate in every single day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that that's where I'm headed, that's and real. and it's hard. Like every day I gotta like give that one to Him. <clears throat> that's my best friend. That that's it. Right that's real. oh I'm gonna take a sip. I feel like that. I got red
1: today. <laughs> I didn't plan
2: for that. But <laughs> this for us or for them? I, I, clearly for us, ladies. Ladies, ladies, <laughs> this might be one of the best heart seat episodes what? we've had. The That's fall. crazy. So when we came when we came with the name of the heart seat, you know, mm-hmm. one of our friends was telling me she was like, "Hey, it's a play on words. You know how people get put in the hot seat, so you yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. grill them and you're asking So you make people sit in the heart seat, but the questions that they're they're having to ask or the or answer are these questions. And you, ladies, have leaned in to all five questions just so gracefully <laughs> and vulnerably and and i think that my prayer is that people will watch this episode and they will be honest with themselves yeah you know that they will really tap into the root of the thing you know what i'm saying and maybe because y'all are the rooted like y'all just used to going Yay, going on, <laughs> underneath you know what i'm saying like so maybe y'all Y'all, again, I said this multiple episodes. Y'all are not new to this. Y'all are true to this. This is just mm-hmm. how you live, right? And mm-hmm. and when you live this way, like we were saying before, it just kind of leaks out into every space. So thank you yeah. for bringing your most authentic selves to the heart. The heart seat. Thank you for being vulnerable. Thank you for exposing yourself in the way that you did, so that one God could be glorified and two yep. other mm-hmm. people could see the goodness of God at work in your life. And so yeah. thank you again yeah. for leaning in. I appreciate you being my guest. If you enjoyed what you saw here today. You can always, always, one, you can follow them at The Rooted Life, right, on social media. But you can also become a Heart Combos member at heartcombos.com and get more content like this. You can get access to all of season one. Um, And yeah, just, man, I'm so, I'm literally like taken aback by (sighs) how amazing this conversation was that I can't even do my outro, but it's fine. I want you to remember (laughs) it's not a hard conversation. It's a hard conversation, y'all. Until next time, peace. (laughs)
0: Thank <laughs> you. Wow, wow, wow. I don't know about y'all, but I truly feel red after that episode. But honestly, what's new? I'm red after every episode. (laughs) If y'all love this episode, then you know what to do. Screenshot your podcast app. Tag us at Rooted Life Podcast on Instagram and let us know what you thought. And if you're on Apple Podcasts and really love us, then go ahead and rate us five stars and leave us a brief review. Lastly, as y'all know, we are off season with the podcast, but we are always busy. So look out for the release date of our new merchandise, called the persist collection dropping in november we love y'all we appreciate y'all and as always stay rooted